Today's episode is proudly sponsored by Numa Wellness and Spa. Feeling tired from work? Are the kids starting to work your last nerves? Do you often find yourself feeling tense and overwhelmed from all of the things that you deal with on a daily basis? Well, do I have news for you. Numa Wellness and Spa is now readily available to help you relax, release, and regroup from all of life's stresses. Physically located in the Dover, Delaware area, Numa Wellness and Spa is now taking mobile appointments. Bookings can be made via the following telephone number, 302-990-8907, or you can send a direct message to the Facebook page at Numa Wellness and Spa, LLC. What is good, kings and queens from all around the world? I'm your host, Rex Shege, and I would like to warmly welcome y'all back to another episode of King's Tales podcast series where I provide commentary and relative information on social issues that affect Generation Z in order to better educate, empower, and enlighten you, the viewer. Our topic for the day will be the power of no, setting boundaries to preserve your peace. So first and foremost, what are boundaries? According to psychology today, boundaries can be defined as the limits we set with other people, which indicate what we find acceptable and unacceptable in their behavior towards us. The ability to know our boundaries generally comes from a healthy sense of self-worth or valuing yourself in a way that is not contingent on other people or the feelings they have towards you. Those who have been consistently following the the series, y'all can recall me doing a episode entirely dedicated to self-worth and knowing who you are. And we're right back to going into it. So as provided the definition from psychology today um in order to set boundaries you got to really have awareness of who you are and really have some self-worth because if not then it's really easy for you to fall into that um fall into that pit where people are just going to take advantage of you and you're always looked at as a nice person so people are constantly going to be asking you for favors and if you're a codependent person uh it really is going to be difficult for you to set those boundaries because you're constantly going to be looking for approval and um, acceptance from the people that you're looking to please. So um, according to Sex Central, boundaries can be broken down into six categories. They are material, which determine whether you give or lend things such as money, car, clothes, books, or food. Physical, which pertain to your personal space, privacy, and body. Mental, which applies to your thoughts, values, and opinions. Emotional, which distinguishes separating your emotions and responsibility from them from someone else's. Sexual, protect your comfort level with sexual touch and activity, what, where, when, and with whom. And spiritual, relation to your beliefs, experiences, and connection with God or higher power. As I was just talking about, um, codependents are rarely able to establish boundaries due to prioritizing the needs and feelings of others over their own. They lack self-knowledge. They feel like they don't have rights. They believe setting boundaries jeopardizes their relationships or they never really learn how to have healthy boundaries. Um, as I continue to do my research, I found out that um, boundaries are learned. So um, when we're younger, especially in our, our childhood, abuse or per education pertaining to boundaries can affect uh, our ability to mature into an independent, responsible adult. And as a result of this, it can be fairly easy for someone that went through this abuse as a child to believe that they don't have any rights. Um, just drawing off a of personal experience again, uh, this is definitely something that I struggled with when I was younger. 
Um, fortunately enough, like I've been able to uh, go through therapy and counseling and in addition to that, just get surrounded with uh, a lot of really positive minded people that have taught me the importance of having self-worth. In addition to that, they've helped me with establishing better personal boundaries. Um, two years ago, I had a really tough time with saying no to people. So, um, I mean, you could you can just literally ask anybody that I've interacted with. They would describe me as like the super nice person, but I was always considered like a yes man. So if you ever asked me to do something uh, and I liked you enough or I was looking to please you, or look for looking for your acceptance, then I would drop everything and make sure that I did what you needed me to do in order to get a favorable outcome. And um, it's 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 honestly crazy looking back at it now because I almost did like a complete 180, like I'm a totally different person now. Um, so, and it really is funny just looking back at it because you know so a lot of the situations and uh, things that people used to get away with. I don't allow to happen anymore now, uh, especially when it comes to, uh, you know, one thing that you'll learn, especially when uh, the further that you get along in your journey. And once people see your well of potential and they start to realize that you're starting to re uh, see your potential, then they're going to do everything and anything within their power to try and hold you back and prevent you from, you know, progressing and exceeding and uh, whatever it is that you're doing. And it can get uh, challenging at times, but honestly, once you set that foundation and you know what your core uh, boundaries are, then it's it's not as hard as it used to be when uh, people uh, would try and guilt me into doing things for them. Or they would say, oh, man, you know, I was really dependent on you. Or, you know, some, sometimes manipulators, they, ha they know what words to say and what to uh, pluck at. And if they know that you're an emotional person or they can get a reaction out of you they'll definitely do that in order to get a more favorable outcome for themselves. So uh, it really is important to take that introspective look and see where it is that you need to work on in terms of setting personal boundaries. Um, I had read further along in the Psych Central article that I was looking at, and they suggested that in instances like these where you find yourself being easily manipulated or uh you know, just find yourself in situations that aren't favorable to you. There are there are definitely ways that you can control that by setting boundaries and letting people know, like, what's good. So um, they said that it's important to write down situations where you feel your rights are being violated and what outcome you would want to happen instead. So um, for me, uh, I, again, just going back to the whole thing of saying no. Um, and maybe not even so much saying no. Sometimes I really didn't like the way that people would talk to me um, because of my nice demeanor. You know, sometimes people would try and control me and talk down to me like with a really condescending tone. And once I started to, you know, know what my triggers were, I was able to write down, you know, the situation, how I was handling it before and what I can do moving forward to prevent that from happening. And, you know, the more comfortable I got with myself and uh, with setting boundaries, I was better able to, you know, let people know, hey, I don't like the way that you're talking to me. Um, I think that you could go about delivering your message in a certain uh, manner. And nine times out of ten, once you uh, you lay the law down with certain people, once they start to see that they can't get away with things anymore with you, they'll either they'll either fix their behavior or they'll just drift away. And that's fine. Like I've I've learned that 
a lot of people that, you know, were taking advantage of me, once I started to set boundaries and really get some confidence back in myself, they started to realize that, oh, wow, I can't get away with things as much as I used to. And, you know, they just omitted themselves. And that's perfectly fine. You know, life goes on. Uh, at first, I was a little bit upset because, you know, um, with me, at least, you know, my kindness kind of stems from, you know, my concept of loyalty. So, like, I always felt like, you know, if you go, if I go all in for you, you know, I'm, I'm kind of expecting that same energy to be reciprocated. And, you know, as I got older, I started to realize that not everyone that, you know, you come in contact with is going to have your uh, best intentions at heart. And my favorite saying to go to is not not everybody you shake hands with is your man's. Um, <laughs> it is really uh, it, it's a funny saying, but like at the same time, too, like not everyone that you're going to establish a friendship with or a connection with or network with is going to have your best intentions at heart, especially if they have uh, manipulative uh, tendencies. So, again, just make sure that you're establishing a healthy set of boundaries and your own personal bill of rights can help you establish necessary personal boundaries. Um, you know, writing down statements that express your cutoffs or your, your bottom lines. Like, uh, for example, if I don't feel like doing something and I feel like it's going against my morals and beliefs, then I'll just be like, hey, um, I appreciate the invitation, but, you know, that's not something that I partake in, so I'm just going to have to climb, lead the climb. And nine times out of ten, especially if these are people that you've been around and they're comfortable with how the old you was, then they're going to try and see if they can, you know, push some buttons and try and get a reaction out of you. But as long as you know who you are and you're able to stand firm and ten toes and what, what it is that you're uh, believing in, then you should be fine. And... Going into guilt and resentment, going back to uh, in terms of the magnificent people, like if you show that, you know, people, well, sometimes it isn't even people. You got to take that introspective look. It might just be something wrong with you. Um, if you're getting angry at certain things, then you got to really take a look back and see, you know, what caused you to take offense from that originally. Um, you know, if if certain people say like a certain trigger word, like uh for me, it used to be, uh, especially uh, in terms of my interactions with uh, women in relationships, like I remember a lot of my guy friends would be like, oh, Rex, you know, you're too nice. So a lot of the times you're going to get put in that brother or friend zone because you're just look, everyone just abused you as a little brother. And so that, that used to like really irritate me and get under my skin because, you know, for the longest time, I always felt like I was worth more than that. And again, once I was able to establish my boundaries and really know who I, I am as a person, you know, I've done it. And nowadays, I don't even get angry at that. You know, at this point in time, I'm in my early 20s. And putting things in perspective really does help with uh, acceptance as well. Once you realize that, you know, at least in, in my case, and hopefully for a lot of cases of my viewers, you know, I would imagine that the demographic is between the ages of 16 and 28 like we literally have our whole lives ahead of us and one thing that i started to do is prioritizing uh healthy habits and routines that will help with um establishing my future and just setting that foundation and sacrificing things now so that you know four six eight years down the line you know i don't have to worry about not having the finances or not being able to go on a trip or not having the freedom to take off of work and 
do what it is that I want to do without having to worry about anybody holding me back. So it can get a bit difficult at times, especially, uh, you know, the whole concept of patience and waiting and looking at trying not to compare yourself to other people, especially with the whole social media age. You know, that's something that I frequently talk about all the time. Once we're, you know, when we're on Instagram and Twitter, it's really easy for us to compare ourselves to everybody else. But just remember, you have your own unique journey that is specific to you. And it really is important for you to just take the time necessary to build yourself up. So, um, yeah, just know what your trigger points are. Write them down. Try and figure out what it is that's causing you to feel like anger, or guilt or resentment. And once you're able to practice setting those boundaries, you'll feel more empowered and you'll suffer less anxiety, resentment and guilt. And in order to set more effective boundaries, um, Psych Central says that there's an art to setting them. If you do it in anger or by people nagging you or, you know, you're just irritated by a certain situation, you won't you won't be heard. You got to really take that time to self-reflect, especially when you have time to yourself. Um, one thing I like to do when I have downtime during the week or even on my off days is look at situations that used to that either used to or are currently uh, getting me upset and trying to figure out why it is that I'm getting upset over it. And once you're able to do it with a clear conscience and a calm mind, that's when you're able to effectively set your boundaries. And knowing that, again, it takes time. You're probably going to need support from people who have successfully set boundaries for themselves, um, relying on those uh, interdependent relationships that you have and calling upon your more independent friends, um, getting some insight and advice from them and really just breaking down the old habits and relearning new information. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it in terms of that. Uh, they also had 10 effective ways to build and preserve better uh, boundaries. So number one was naming your limits. Uh, obviously, you can't you can't say good boundaries if you don't know where you stand at. Uh, one of my favorite things to reference is if you looking at the the analogy of the house, if you set your foundation on sand, your house is going to collapse in, in a storm. Whereas if you put it on solid foundation, you know, concrete, uh, asphalt or, you know, just a really firm uh, material, then during a storm or earthquake, your house, the, the likelihood of your house still standing afterwards is a lot higher. So. Just make sure that you know what your, your limits are and pay attention to those trigger warnings, as I mentioned earlier. Number two, tune into your feelings. Uh, two key feelings in others that are red flags are cues that we're letting go of our boundaries, discomfort and resentment. Uh, you should think of these feelings on a continuum from one to ten. Six to ten is in the higher zone. So, um if you feel, if you find yourself feeling like discomfort or resentment towards somebody because of um, something that they said or they do, again, it all comes back to you. Check, uh, check yourself. Uh, make sure that, you know, are they, you ask yourself those questions. Are they in accordance with the boundaries that you set with yourself? Are they violating those uh, boundaries? And if so, how can I effectively communicate uh, to them how I'm feeling without blowing up and my message getting lost in the way that I'm delivering it. Number three, be direct. 
So you sometimes with certain people, they're not going to get your message. And then unless you're direct and, you know, you have a way of providing some clear cut dialogue um, in terms of directness with me, uh, this is something that I definitely needed to work on because um, I always felt like, you know, if I ever confronted somebody on certain things that it would jeopardize my relationships. And one thing that I started to realize as I got older is if someone's willing to, you know, friendships or friendships or any type of relationship that you go into are a two-way road. So if you're able to voice some of the concerns that you have with people in an effective manner, you know, not get, not get worked up or call people's names or, excuse me, uh, you know, just go, you're more or less bashing them instead of trying to get to get to a resolution, then they're obviously not going to listen to you. Um, so it really is important to know what it is that you want to convey. And sometimes for me, too, I have a really hard time articulating myself. So I have to really write things down, um, especially with um, sometimes you guys will hear me like stutter or lose my train of thought when I'm doing the podcast. Like I literally have to start, I had to start writing like notes and come up with like a, a predetermined script so that I'm able to know where I'm at and I don't lose my train of thought and I'm able to effectively communicate what it is that I need to do. So sometimes, you know, when I get into an argument or a disagreement with somebody, uh, especially with my friends, I'd be like, all right, uh, right now is not the time to really have this conversation. Let's give each other some time to cool off. And then during that time, you know, I'm able to, you know, take a deep breath recollect myself and write down how I'm really feeling and then uh I'll try and do my best to get one-on-one time with that person so that we're face-to-face because um sometimes it really is easy for things to get lost in translation especially over text or like a phone call or FaceTime so that face-to-face interaction really is crucial so um one thing that I strongly suggest is you know if you ever do get in an argument with somebody and you want to get to a more effective clear-cut resolution, give your, give each other some space, write down the things that you didn't like from that interaction, and then, you know, convey that, convey your thoughts and feelings with that person. Hopefully, they're mature enough to reciprocate that energy and let you know, like, what's going on in their mind and why they reacted to that situation the way that they did. Um, and if not, then go your separate ways and realize that at the end of the day, uh, you're worth more than someone, you know, constantly misunderstanding you or you know, constantly putting the blame on you or making themselves a victim because that's unhealthy. It's super toxic and they need to go ahead with all that. Anywho, uh, point number four, give yourself permission. Fear, guilt, and self-doubt are big potential pitfalls. Um, we might fear the other person's response if we set and enforce our boundaries. Again, going back to the whole thing of, oh, you know, if I tell people how I feel, then I might jeopardize my relationship. No, you got to set your boundaries because they're not only a sign of a healthy relationship, but they're also a sign of self-respect. So if when people are able to see that you're able to respect yourselves uh, more than anything and set yourself as a priority, then they know, that's when they start to realize, oh, man, I can't get away with certain things anymore. So I'm either going to fix the way, fix my approach, or I'm just going to leave this person alone because I can't manipulate them or get what I want out of them anymore. Point number five, practice self-awareness. Um, if you notice yourself slipping and not sustaining your boundaries, you got to ask yourself, you know, what's changed? What am I doing or what is the other person doing? What is the situation they're listening that's making me resentful or stressed? And then evaluating your options. What am I going to do about the situation and what do I have control over? 
Um, as someone that had anxiety for a long time and, you know, always felt like I had to have control over my situations, I realized at a certain point in time, and I think it was when I, yeah, 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 it, it was for sure when I got into my uh, church home. It's realizing that I'm not going to have control over everything, and sometimes I'm just going to have to give it up to God and just let him handle his thing and have uh, full faith and trust that He he's going to handle it for me. Uh, again, it's a, it's a work in progress. It's something that's not ever going to be perfect, but especially now, I feel like I'm at peace with a lot of the things in my life, and I'm starting to realize that I'm not going to have control over everything. So why why stress about it? You know, give it up to God. He'll handle it for me. And he'll show me, you know, who's meant for me and who isn't. Just go about your day. That's all you can do. Consider your past and your present. How we were raised plays a huge part in how we preserve and set our boundaries. Um, if you grew up in an environment where, you know, people were violating your, your boundaries or ta- told you that you had no boundaries, it's really hard for you to, you know, understand or see where you're going with things. But um, it really is important to realize that your your past and current circumstances aren't uh, indicative of who you're going to become in the future. Um, you know, it's it really is important to forgive yourself. But uh, remember where you're coming from, because. Again, that's part of your foundation, um, but don't allow it to control every aspect of your life. Eventually, you need to let things go. Um, you know, if we hold on to things for too long, it could definitely hold us back from getting to or ascending to the next level in our lives. Um, oftentimes, you know, especially when uh, someone that's been victimized or, you know, has been surrounded by people that have constantly told them, hey, you know, you're not going to be this, you're not going to be that, this and the third. Once they start to make progress, like they'll get to the first uh, rung or the first level of the ladder, and then they won't want to progress any further because of fear of failure or they think that, you know, the things that they've been told when they're younger are true. And, you know, that's it, it's it's honestly crazy looking at it. But, you know, I've some that's something definitely that I've experienced as well. Um, not feeling like you're worth it. But again, this process is exactly that. It's a process. It's a journey. And you have to take it step by step, day by day, and just have a little bit of patience and faith that what it is that you're doing and the journey that God has you on is it's destined for you. And realizing that, um, and this is something that I took away from my Sabbath service yesterday, knowing that where I'm at right now is not what God showed me. So I'm going to continue to keep my head down. And I know where I'm heading. I know where my destination is. I know what it looks like. And I'm not going to settle for anything less. Point number seven, make self-care a priority. Um, this has been a huge one for me, especially the past couple of months, and I've talked about it in the past episodes. But just to reiterate on it, you got to really put yourself first. Um, know where you're going, what you're doing. Uh, again, going back to the whole self-worth thing, uh, making sure that, you know, you're, you're setting aside time for yourself because it really is easy for us to get caught up, especially if you're a codependent person. The and it's easy for us to get caught up in the feelings and thoughts of others and what they want to do, and it can definitely have us, you know, putting some of our things on the back burner. But when you're able to prioritize yourself and take care of yourself and really do things that make you happy, you know, you're gonna start to attract a lot more positive energy, and that's when you're gonna feel like super comfortable with your boundaries. And people aren't again. 
they're not going to be able to get away with things that they used to. And I'm telling you, overall, you're just going to feel so much better about yourself. And yeah, just make sure that you're making yourself a priority. Number eight, seek support. Uh, this is crucial, um, especially for us prideful people out there. Um, I, I don't want to say it's all men because, uh, you know, sometimes there are some women that struggle with pride issues. But if you feel like you're struggling with something, uh, why struggle alone? Uh, there are definitely resources out there, especially in today's day and age where, you know, it's easily accessible for us to get in contact with a therapist, whether it's through Zoom, um, Skype. LinkedIn, whatever it is that you're uh, comfortable using, just know that, you know, there are means and methods for us to get the help that we need in order to excel at the things that we want to do. Um, you you can't expect to make any progress if you're still hooked and being held back from your potential. So if you're really serious about taking the next step, uh, you know, it, it may cost money or uh, resources or time that you feel like you don't have, but just make the sacrifice. At the end of the day, what do you have to lose? Absolutely nothing. You have nothing to lose and absolutely everything to gain. So just go out there and seek the support. Ooh, this is a good one. Number nine, be assertive. Stand 10 toes down in what it is that you want to achieve. If you aren't willing to, you know, stand firm in your boundaries, that's when people are able to, you know, slip in, uh, past your armor and, and the wall that you set up and, you know, manipulate you and have you feeling all types of ways like, you know, you're just not good enough to to be more than what you, you've you been receiving. Um, but if you're able to, again, assertively communicate with the other person when they've crossed the boundary, not only are they going to respect you more, but you're respecting yourself and you're, you're making yourself a priority. Um, and number 10, start small. Uh, one of my favorite quotes to reference is how do you eat an elephant and I actually shared this with a couple people about a couple weeks ago um, oftentimes in life we tend to overwhelm ourselves with the thought of trying to do so much in so little time how will I conquer the challenge when will I get to my destination who will I become the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step break the elephant into bite-sized chunks you can comprehend with a little bit of faith and unfaltering will to never give up the elephants we come across will eventually be consumed so it it really is um, easy for us to look at the bigger picture. And at the beginning, you know, we get super hopeful. We're like, oh, man, I can't wait to get to this place. I can't wait to do this. I can't wait to travel. Can't wait to have all this money in my account. I can't wait to be successful. You know, the list goes on and on. But you really do have to break it down into bite-sized portions because if not, you can get overwhelmed and discouraged. And I've definitely seen it where, you know, people have big visions, but they don't really have a plan and they don't have action steps to get to their destination. So you know, once they face a roadblock or they get discouraged hearing the negativity from the people with their environment, it's super easy for them to be like, uh, oh, man, you know, I don't feel like doing this anymore. This isn't for me. You know, this isn't what uh, I first envisioned it to be. But one thing that I love is, especially when we figure out our purpose and our calling, uh, one of my favorite biblical quotes, uh, and I'm blanking on it right now. Give me a sec. Uh, yes, Matthew 22 and 14, for many are called, but few are chosen. So when you know uh, what it is that you've been chosen to do, uh, realizing that once you start that journey, uh, a lot of people aren't going to be going where you're going. And just realizing that, you know, at the end of the day, knowing that a lot of people were 
were put on this earth, but you were given a specific purpose and task and you're chosen to do it. So a lot of people aren't going to like that. And just going back to the whole uh, potential analogy that I used earlier, once people are, they see your potential and they start to realize that you're walking in it, they're going to get super jealous and they're going to be like, oh, well, why are they progressing and I'm not? Let me see if I can, if I still got pull on them and I can hold them back from uh, achieving, you know, their greatness. Because uh, one thing I, I've learned, misery loves company and mediocrity, especially when you're in an environment that endorses it, it, it will definitely hold you back. So, again, just make sure that you're starting off small, uh, write out your goals, come up with an action plan. And really just be patient with yourself. Know that at the end of the day, you're going to get to where you need to be um, through faith and hard work. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, yeah, pretty much uh, tackled everything that I wanted to hit on for today. Uh, so today we hit the topic of boundaries on Wednesday. For what up Wednesday uh, to follow up, we're going to be talking about the power of consent. Uh I think that the two kind of go hand in hand, and I do have a lot to say when it comes to that. So looking forward to hearing from y'all and seeing y'all on Wednesday via IG Live. Um, per usual, I definitely appreciate everyone that tuned in. Uh, we're definitely starting to make some progression now. We're about three months in, and I'm super grateful for everything that I've accomplished, the lives that I've been impacting, and the people that I've been reaching. Um you know, and it's only it's only up from here. So, again, I greatly appreciate everyone that's been tuning in. You all are fearfully and wonderfully made. Remember to that the crown on top of your heads may tilt, but please do not allow it to fall. Continue to excel in all that you do. Um, remember who you are, what your purpose is, and go forth and change the world one step at a time. I love you all and continue to have a wonderful, wonderful week. Peace.